wouldn't ask why the roads that grew from the concrete had damaged pedals. On the contrary, we would all celebrate its tenacity. We would all love its will to reach the sun. Well, we are the roses. This is the concrete. These are my damaged pedals. I want to welcome everyone back to the Keep It Up Lifting Podcast, where we show and prove that the change you seek is possible if you just keep going, keep grinding, and keep it up. I have a very, very special guest here today. A very, very, very special guest here today. Someone that I know for dunking a basketball is actually changing the lives of many and improving and actually increasing their wealth just by teaching people English. My brother from another. But he looks so much better Eric, say what's up to the listeners. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, thank you for that uh, intro. And I am uh, super excited to be here. I didn't dunk too many basketballs. <laughs> the white elitist got to me. <laughs> but I tried. No, but but... I actually wanted to, that's where I want to start at because, you know, we grew up together kind of, right? We we went to Definitely. the same school Definitely. and um, the greatest joy I have about interviewing people, I get to interview my friends who are doing amazing things, right? And we really just met through basketball. 100%. So I know you started playing basketball early in life because you were really, really good at high school. Right? Did you go to college? I did. I actually had. I'm sorry. I did. I'm not a professional podcaster like my dude right here. I, I did, but I blew out my ankle right as soon as, like, the day the guy was like, cool, we're going to give you this. I need you to go home and work on this. I, instead, I went to the gym uh-huh. and I got the highest I've ever gotten on a block, a block shot. Uh-huh. And I came down on somebody's ankle. And I was in Mississippi, uh-huh. and a Mississippi ambulance is not the same as a big city ambulance. <laughs> so we were on that rickety road, yeah. hitting the hospital, and the uh, the nurse ran into my foot like two times. Oh my goodness! The doctor goes, "Bro, it would have been better if you broke your foot. That's how bad you rolled your ankle." So I literally for like six, eight months couldn't walk, uh-huh. and to this day, like. One foot will go like it has a lot more range of motion. The other one is just like you need her to get a new one. <laughs> how, <laughs> how did you deal with that though? Like, I'm sure you had big basketball aspirations 100%. So, um, you know, was there a coping time frame that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tried eventually to go back at it, but I remember I used to tell my dad, I was like, what's it like to know you won't dunk anymore in your life? (laughs) I was like, does that make you sad? (laughs) And he would look at me like, you know, there's more to life than just basketball. I was like, what are you you talking about? (laughs) What are you talking about? Right, right. No, this basketball is it. No. So it it took me a long time to be able to like, because I still can play. I actually got better afterwards. Yes. But I can't practice. Like I can't practice like with a team because my ankle just gets so you turn it so your recovery is what the problem yeah, is now. The recovery is terrible. Uh, okay, okay. Like me and you can go weekend warrior for a night at at LA Fitness, but I'll feel it for the next couple of days. So I so from basketball, graduating college, 
what happened after that? Mm, I went into personal training. Right. And personal training was like it for me because I found out I really always like details. And that's kind of like, I don't want to fast forward too much, but what I do now, right. um, I could look at you and go, oh, this is out of line. This is out of line. Let me, this is how I correct it. It wasn't so much like the losing weight that like was my big thing as much as me being able to tell you why what you're doing is hurting you or if you're doing it perfectly, like correcting details was like really like my thing. So you're, you were more of a, a Tim Grover. Tim Grover. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a good yeah. reference. Yeah. So shout out Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching. I, I know he's watching. <laughs> no, cause you're a pretty relentless guy. Like everything you do, you put everything into it and, and it just resonates with me, with me that you said you, you pay attention to the details. So you went from, uh, college to physical trainer, right? And I met you because I remember you used to stretch us before we would work out. Yep, yep, yep. Like yep. <laughs> it was, <laughs> and it, it sounds really weird saying that out loud. Which camera am I looking to? <laughs> it was life changing. It is. That. It says That's the one you cut to a reel. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds really weird saying that now, but that was something that we look forward to, but you were always so helpful. Like I, uh, you know, off camera, I was telling my sister about how you would come and pick me up from clear across town so that we could all go play basketball in DC. Yep. So you would travel 60 plus miles <laughs> yep. just so that you could play basketball with your friend and then drop them off afterwards. It's as so well. the game could all be there. Yeah. It's like anyone knows, like even if you've just played video games before, it's a whole lot better when like the crew is there. Yeah. So you were the crew, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing about you is that you're just such a giving person. Where does that come from? Was that instilled in you at a certain age or? Yeah. My parents were not about the money. It showed too, because we were, <laughs> <laughs> and we had the opportunity to build wealth, but, and I'm not, I'm not advising anybody to spend money frivolously. But if my dad could spend money on getting you a hamburger and like all of us hanging out instead of like to get that moment of like enjoyment together, uh -huh. then he was going to do that. So my dad would dra travel all around the country to help people like it still drived. Well, until she passed, drove my mom crazy until she was ready to leave that we could be on our way to a wedding and he would be in a suit. And he'd see somebody like with a, with a blown tire and he would stop and, he, and she'd be like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And he's like, <laughs> I got to do it. And he would get out and he would fix the tire. Like, cause he's very about like the, those moments are more important to him than the, like the other more celebrated stuff, I guess. Yeah. Or the, the event itself, right? Like yep, just being exactly. able to help another person. Does that come from a, a spiritual background at all? I would say it does. I would say it does. It, it like, it's not just like my faith versus your faith type thing. It's like right. taking the concept seriously. You're right. So like for us, I don't want to like, but in, in, in offending anybody territory, but for like us, like, you know, Jesus and like, that's a big deal. Right. And the uh, loving your neighbor. And if he says, you know, if someone asks you to walk a mile out, walk another mile with them, mm. like give them two. Wow. So he took that seriously. My mom took that seriously it made some events and like getting to places on time a little bit harder. Right. Right. But when you learn that, like I, it's important to teach how to build wealth and everything, but teaching kids, like they taught me to value the human aspect. Right. Is, 
I think it's it, I think it's cool and it's a legacy to leave behind. Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm asking these questions because I see what you're doing now, but there's there's just a a, a background to it where I'm sure it wasn't just always so smooth because you're now teaching people English for free, right? Like mm-hmm. teachers get paid and i'm sure that's not what you went to college for correct no no i i went to a tech school so like a tech school for personal training but the tech school made it like so so that by the end of it i was te- i like as soon as i graduated the dude said hey i want you to teach so wow. like it wasn't like it wasn't like you know six months down the road or whatever he was like before you leave because I was still making up hours because I was late all the time. Uh, in Virginia, you have to go by hours and education. Yeah. So I had to make up the hours. He was like, why don't you just teach for those hours? And then he was like, you want a job? So because he saw like me focusing on details. Right, so right, right, right. In the Institute. That's amazing. Yeah. 10 years at the National Personal Training Institute. So you, you, you go from physical training to just immediately teaching people how to speak Spanish. No. Okay. <laughs> well, yes. Yes. But that was a long physical training thing. So then I went into music. Right, right, right. So the music was like a big part of my life and I needed that. But like then it was time to get back to teaching. Okay. So the it, it's funny that you talk about music because uh, as I'm stalking you and doing research and I can't really <laughs> see my notes from here. So I'm seeing that I also need glasses at the same time. Uh, on, up, man. Nah, to everybody. Pull it up. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> On Facebook, I, I did see that someone mentioned in the comments that they used to follow you for the uh, Christian rock band that you used to have. You could say metal. You could say metal. Okay, the Christian metal. Metal. <laughs> <laughs> the Christian metal that you used to have, and now they follow you for positivity. Mm-hmm. And what was that transition like from, you know, the physical training to music, and then what happened with the music that now we are approaching what you know what you're here for uh covid happened to music really (laughs) covid happened to music because as a metal musician the only way that you make money is by touring Uh and we couldn't do any shows and if you've ever been to a metal show it's not hey how you doing i'm gonna be in this space you're gonna be in that space and we're gonna watch this sweet rock band (laughs) no metal music is like everybody's bumping into each other it's about a release of energy so and it's also important to notice that like yeah there was definitely the christian aspect as well but i tried to always like say hey if you don't believe the same thing we can still talk about these positive things and we can try and work on i always tried to instead of it just being like praise and worship it was also like let's be honest and say like you know i have these sad feelings you have these sad feelings how do we deal with them and come from like you know to give a commercial keep it uplifting point of view <laughs> I didn't do the voice change. Keep it up with my point of view. Tonight at seven. <laughs> Does your audience get to see this side of you? Oh, 100%. <laughs> my audience over there. Shout out to everybody. No, the, um, no, I'm, I'm wacky and zany. You got to be real. Right, if right. If you're not real, then when, as soon as the cameras turn off and people see you in real life, they're like, no, uh, I mean, I, I have to I have to know because a lot of times it's very instructional. And like I said, you are helping people. I don't think you I looked up a stat and that's why I say create wealth is just the fact that you're you're helping people uh, break a language barrier. 
it, and English is one of the richest languages. Yeah. Just that alone, you're increasing the potential of wealth by 32% or something like oh, that. Geez. It's something crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. So <laughs> my man has his statistics. <laughs> I was I was just looking at that because is is Spanish your first language? No. Did you am, did you learn Spanish in high school? Nah. I mean, we all had Spanish one. <laughs> uh, I'm not talking about Spanish. I'm talking about the people who had Spanish three, and then they were like, "I have to travel abroad for." <laughs> if anyone who's watching this was not in the United States school system for learning Spanish, it's it's not great. It's not great. Um, it uh, I mean, like I learned a couple of cute words. Right. I, vocabulary seemed to stay with me. But like I couldn't get like sentence structure, um, but I had um, no. My first language. Let's I go go back to that. My first language is English. Uh-huh. I always had it in my heart. Like this is you know probably something that you would know about as well. But like I always had it in my heart to learn Spanish, uh-huh. but I never listened. Right <laughs> until right. about five six years ago, almost six. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. So. And then this came out of it. But no, like before that, it was just completely, I was the ignorant, like, you know, American who only knew one language. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. So you, COVID happens and you can't perform, but we're doing live now. <laughs> and so. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? So why didn't you go live during COVID? I did not have this audience. So let's, I guess, going back. What I did right before COVID happened, I was still doing music, right? but I got to, I started volunteering at a place because I was starting with Spanish, but Uh I realized Duolingo is great and you can put some mean on him, but no, it's fine. (laughs) You're not going to be conversational until you get to conversations. You got to be bad at conversations for a while. But so I put myself into a situation to use my Spanish at a center for people who needed help. And so then I, were you going to say something? No, I, I love that you're saying that because right before this, I talked about how you can read all the books you want, but, you know, studying without action is, is just futile, essentially. Yep. So the fact that you said you were putting yourself in, in situations that would challenge you to actually have to perform and fail. <laughs> Oh right? yeah, I knew that. I, for some reason, with basketball, I was always scared of failure in like the high school games and all that stuff. Yeah, I got better at it with over time, but when it came to Spanish, I was like, "Yo, I'm I'm not gonna let fear ruin." Because basketball, I prepared my butt off. Like right. I was like working all the time. We've been out there, right, 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 on the grind. Like I was working, but then I would let like nerves get to me. And, mm. Like you know, as you know, a jump shot with a smooth hand versus a jump shot with the shaky hand. Right, right. You, it's going to get worse once you airball once too. Um, but with Spanish, I was just like, I got to go fail because I know if I fail and I keep moving, I'll get better. But if you're scared to fail, you won't. Like if you say, today I want to use this word, uh. but then you're like, nah, tomorrow. It's like, no, but if you go use it today, right? even if you mess up, it gets easier the next time. Well, you know, we, we skip past this a, a, a little bit, but um, do you think having your own physical therapy business, because you, your physical training, personal training, personal training business, do you think that kind of helped you to say, hey, I have to fail at something? Because you were doing that for a long time, mm-hmm. 
right? You I still were have some personal training, right? So you're running your own business, and I just feel you know we talk. I talk to a bunch of entrepreneurs on the show as well, and that's something that you have to overcome is the fear of failure. So do yeah. you think having to go out on your own and and make sales and and acquire customers and do that kind of thing help with that? Because you just a switch just flipped and you were like, oh, I'm just. Well, I would say the thing that I learned from personal training, which is what I didn't have in basketball, was um, in basketball I prepared, but I was still scared. In personal training, I learned if I prepared and I had that knowledge, then I, the death of like the scaredness. I think Kobe Bryant said the death of, of um, fear is preparation. Mm. And so like with personal training, I realized if I – know my stuff beforehand and I taught at a school like you know you like it's one thing to say hey I work at LA Fitness you want to sign up right but if you say I teach it to the National Personal Training Institute would you like to have a session right with me? Like, right yeah, it gives you a little bit of pizzazz. yeah <laughs> like, um so you, the scare just wasn't as big of a deal but with Spanish you're putting yourself into a place where like you want to do well so bad but like you know you're not you like with personal training I could be a hundred percent and then go try and go into the market. Right. With Spanish, you can't, you're never going to be 100%. So it's like a comedian getting up on stage. Like, you have to suck. Yeah, you have to suck. Yeah. <laughs> there, there it is. <laughs> you got to be bad. Just, okay. Okay. You know, you might have some good stuff. Most of the time when people say, you're doing so good, it means, <laughs> it means you're doing bad. <laughs> I have a lot of me failure stories. That's one of the things I like to share with my audience is like, hey, I know it's tough for you to speak English. Let me tell you how I've just completely bombed with my Spanish before. Mm. And then they go, Oh yeah, that's why'd you say that? And I'm like, Hey man, I'm like, you see, like if I can tell you that I'm okay with making mistakes, you can go make mistakes. You'll get over it. Mm. So before we get into you acquiring an audience and all this attention, I want to also talk about how, uh, I don't know exactly what was going on, but you were going around feeding families and helping people out during COVID. And I and that's really what attracted me to you outside of your good looks, um, <laughs> but no, I really wanted to I wanted to highlight that Shout and actually, suave. And, <laughs> and actually get you to talk about um, what you were doing during that time and are you still you know um, helping out families or or you know is there a charity or or something that people can donate to or a cause of some sort? Great question. Um, I forgot. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, so when I was at the place called the Esperanza center, in okay. Baltimore, okay. then COVID happens, but I used to see people come in. First of all, if you've ever worked at a help center or been there before, I don't know how the people who work there sleep. Like it still affects me. Like the stories of like people taking advantage of like immigrants coming to the country and taking advantage of what they don't know and taking whatever money they do have for themselves. And, so we used to work there and I would also see people come in and ask for food and we had like a food bank, but then COVID happened and we couldn't interact with people. And I, they wouldn't let me stay there cause I was a volunteer, but they did say, Hey, I know you're still trying to help people. So this lady needs food. Um, you can come pick it up from us, but people needed it more than just that day. Yeah. So I just started and I was like, well, I already know some of these families. And once you help one family, yeah. Even though you say, hey, please keep this. Right, right. They go to church and they're like, this guy helped me out. <laughs> and I'm like, and you're not mad at him. You just can't help everybody. So I would start getting text messages and text messages and saying, can you please bring me food? Can you please bring me? Can I need my son needs sneakers. He's starting 
uh, he's, he's, cause some people went back to school a little earlier. They were like, I need, you know, sneakers for my kid to go to school. I need sneakers for my kid to walk. Right. Um, so then I like started raising money on like Facebook yeah, and doing a little bit of like with the app, but are with the, um, my audience, but I always wanted like people to understand. I wasn't asking for money. I was asking to help other people. Right. Right. If that makes sense. So yeah, that's how that happened, man. You you just you take the you really take love thy neighbor to uh, I feel like everybody's your neighbor like you grew up in everybody's neighborhood you stayed in everybody's cul de sac you dunked on everybody's rim that that's they the left. important part <laughs> we neighbors until we get on the basketball court <laughs> and then, as long as you can understand the trash talk then we can still be neighbors so uh, I actually want to take a break right now perfect 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 we. are back from our schedule podcast <laughs> and we're back <laughs> uh so we, we we left off about you curating the audience um what did we do during that break <laughs> you lost that's that's what happened <laughs> look man we came back you know we had to go on break and play one-on-one of course i dropped 30 and uh <laughs> you know i took it personal so tall tales with james <laughs> my friends call me uplifting by the way oh tall tales with mr <laughs> so uh you know we're we're talking about you helping others and i wanted to get into you know you're working at the center in baltimore but i wanted to get into how you created this massive audience during covid Am I correct? Or it was at the when COVID, we were coming out of COVID, so it was like so nobody can say it was luck. End of twenty twenty one. Okay, <laughs> COVID. There was nothing lucky about COVID. I still think somebody owes us two years of our lives at least. <laughs> at least, I, I agree. I Although agree. in Texas they say six months because after six months they were all like, "Ah, we're back." Hey, man. There's. I mean, we are in Houston. Shout out to Houston. Uh, there's a couple places that we've been. I don't know their names. <laughs> But that uh, you, there's just a lot of people working here, working, yeah, working, hard working people here, and they they need to be at work. Yep, you know. So, and you you could just see it, you could feel it in the city. There's an energy here in Houston. But what made you teach people English for free, and why did you choose to do it virtually instead of in person? Um, so I had like, I was learning Spanish and one of the things when you learn a new language, you realize the differences in between your language and the other one, or at mm -hmm. least I do. Cause I focus a lot on details. Mm -hmm. And so like, for instance, like the letter D in Spanish, you think it's the same thing, but it's not, it's actually pronounced like touching your teeth. And so like, it sounds almost like a D just like the R is a completely different pronunciation. You like hit right here in this little alveolar ridge behind your teeth. But in English, we just come back here. We're like, really? You don't touch anything. You just. Rrr, rrr. Mm -hmm. So I started, I'm sorry. I started yeah, sorry. <laughs> learning microphones with Eric. <laughs> this is your correct position. Um, 
so I started like focusing on those details and yeah. I was like, let me share some of these details with some of my friends. And back then that was when like those videos started where like you could put yourself on top of like a, a picture. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, let me just use TikTok." And I made a video, went to sleep, woke up and there was like 500 views on it. I was like, Oh, and it was just literally like ways to say like, have a good day or something like that. But like, cause people were like, I want to know how to say have a good day, but not the exact same thing every day. So I just like made 10 ways to say, have a good day. Oh. And I woke up and people were like, please do more. And wow. then they were like, how do you pronounce Fort Lauderdale? But like back then I was just putting text and they were like, we need to see your face. Cause people don't show that part. I was like, okay, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> and people were like, oh, and so then like, I had already like, so like I had a little bit of like a phonetics type vibe cause it is interesting. Right. But like at that point I was like, Oh, if I'm going to be telling people this stuff. Like my personal training thing. I used to study cause I was a teacher. I used to study stuff that I knew no one would ever ask, but I didn't want to be caught in that situation. Like where you go, what about X? Right. And I'm like, right. Oh crap. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, no, I'm going to go study every single thing. And phonetics gets really deep, but I like, you know what phonetics is? Uh-oh. So I this is where somebody's going to come. Actually, but basically you're like trying to show people like the, the study of like the sound and like what you're producing and everything and the execution. Um, <clears throat> you said phonetics? Because I thought it was yeah. phonetics. That's, uh, that, seriously, I'm, I'm not being funny here. Say that again. Phonetics. Phonetics? Yeah. I, no, I, okay. no, phonetics. Okay. Uh, there's also phonology. There's a bunch of stuff that I roll up in there, but. I'm I'm not trying to be right here. I'm just telling you how yeah, we, bad my we, understanding we can, of we can it go is. Go to Google right now. <laughs> no. You want to lose twice in one day? <laughs> no, but it, the crazy part is you being so detailed playing sports. Right? This all mm. this really stems from basketball. Basketball. Shout out basketball. Basketball got you to personal you. training, <laughs> <laughs> and then you know personal training got you to teaching and now we're here and it's all because like you said you wanted to be super prepared right mm-hmm. you pay attention to the details and you were putting up text first and then that handsome mug started getting you the which one <laughs> <laughs> no but that handsome mug started growing you a following right or or uh, this is where like i say yes it did <laughs> and you go oh or i say no it did i know that that it might have played a role. Okay. But I really try not to focus on that. Like I try to just, no, no I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm highlighting how I'm, I'm joking. But you're right. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you do. This we go clip, we go clip that up. <laughs> no, but, but I think it made you more personable and it also shows like, Oh, this guy is the one who's behind the voice yeah. that's teaching me. And, just you having a very welcoming personality face and your humor, like those things I'm sure added to the gravitational pull of people that are now following you. You got to add something to it. I also try and put myself out there with just knowing like, um, like I, like a lot of times I'll wear t-shirts. Sometimes people are mad about it, but I'm like, you know, I have like a no human is illegal like t-shirt. Yeah. Cause I, I believe that firmly. Some people get mad at me for it, right. but like, it's important for people to know that like, uh, like just the welcoming aspect. Like, I feel like everybody's equal. Like everybody's 
and everybody's your neighbor. Yeah. Everybody's your neighbor. Like that's, uh, one of the things that was affected me from like the metal community. Like people think metal is really bad, but like a lot of times they're saying beautiful stuff underneath of horrible right. sounding noises. Well, it's the same thing like hip hop. I got on this Tupac shirt. If you're watching on YouTube, right. But it's <laughs> a good shirt, but I got on this Tupac than the Beatles. but you know, we were, we were talking about how rap has some great, <laughs> some yep. great words and some great mentions in there, right? Yep. And then there's some, you know, raw things that people only focus on the negative of it, right? Yeah. So I I could see that happening with you, and I'm just still amazed that you're you're are you're doing this for free, right? Like yes. nobody pays you to do this. Well, people can give gifts, but a lot of times I use that and just put it back into like getting markers, getting stuff. By the way, can I say Tupac is my favorite poet still? Can I don't. I just want to yes, put that out. Yeah. There. I could literally give you the rose that grew from a crack in the concrete right now. That's my favorite poem of all time. Anyways, yes, no one is paying me. Nobody's paying you. Paying. You know that people pay six hundred dollars. Uh, what is it? A week? A week to learn English? Do you know that? Yes. Yes. And a lot of times, those teachers. There's a lot of. There, I want to make it clear. I don't think there's anything wrong with being paid to be a teacher. No, we're not saying that. We're okay. we're highlighting the fact that you're doing this for free. Yes. You're 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 taking your time even if you even if it takes you 30 minutes to create content, you still have back end editing, I'm sure, right? 100%. Right? Editing is the the people don't I'm looking into the camera. Which camera? I'm looking That's at your middle. camera right there. I'm looking at my camera. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> editing is the little death that no one knows about and it is what makes people leave be i would say the like the number one like cause of people just leaving is the editing yes once you really get into like because at first you're like i'll just throw a couple things on there whatever right right but right then you're like oh i could make this cooler <laughs> i could make this cooler and then before you know you're four hours deep and you're like this is a 20 minute video or this is a 10 minute video and i just spent this long on this thing <laughs> I don't think people understand how hard it is to one build a following or to deliver to them consistently. And you do this on a daily basis. Right. So you're talking about the death editing that we all hate. Right. Even if it's a small video that, you know, you're putting it and you're putting it out to such a bigger fan base at this time. Mm -hmm. Right. Was it harder or more difficult, the more people, the more traction you gained. Like, did you were you were the nerves bigger? I was scared of not covering every base. Like, I negative comments are like a lot stronger than people think they are. Mm. And when people leave, uh, you messed this up or you blew that thing. Like, so I went through like a phase where I was like, everything had to be perfect. And I was thinking about everything over and over and like I, what should have been a 30 minute to an hour process took like five hours because once you've had a video blow up and then you get negative comments for no reason, then you start to try and like cover your bases to make sure that the haters can't say anything. Yeah. But then you realize oh, you're never going to stop a hater from hating. It's right. just like, like, you just, no matter how many, God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you so much for coming in All here with you your hateful is. spite. People are like, yeah, but look at them eyebrows. <laughs> Someone, every time they arrive to my live, they say, hola, cejitas. And they're like, 
like eyebrows. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> why is why is that the topic of conversation here? Like, can, can can we get back to like how to talk to your boss about a job? <laughs> like we were doing something important, and you just talking about my eyebrows. So, anyways, continuing. <laughs> no, that that's that's actually very funny because <laughs> I I personally don't see a lot of negative comments on my content because mm-hmm. it's all positive. So, <laughs> it, in a weird way, I'm so excited when someone either says I messed up something or that's BS because I feel and you know me and sis who was not on camera right now but we were talking about it earlier to where Shout out, sis. <laughs> to where i i love um when people I, the amount of time that people take to actually leave a negative comment like you didn't like the video you probably watched it again to figure out what you were going to reply negatively to and you took time out of your day to leave that here to me i think that's better than somebody's like man i so that's right or yeah. 100 or they give you an emoji to me that's that's so there's so much value in a negative comment for me you have found the grass <laughs> the greener grass my dude like you they talk about that mystical grass that you can never be on you have arrived to the promised land <laughs> no i i actually the thing i always say to haters i'm like hey did you know that this helped me with my algorithm like movement yeah. here like <laughs> Even though you got your point across, I would like you to know that I hope you have a great day because you just boosted my, like, the, the great algorithm gods are like, hey, let's pull this up. People talking. Like, <laughs> so, um, no, the thing that, like, I always was more concerned about was, like, if I say, like, a loose, like, if I didn't cover all bases or if I overgeneralize too much, right. like, you don't ever want to say, like, all people who come from a Spanish-speaking background will make this mistake but the frustrating thing is a lot of those videos that get a lot of views right. do the, you always say this, but you need to say this. So they, they love to right. generalize. But what they right. have found out is like, if you really, here's, we giving you free game. If you, uh, <laughs> if you want to get your interaction boosted, yeah. you do those things or you make a mistake or you overgeneralize so that people will come in and, 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 and drop the hammer on which, yeah, which you missed out on. That is my downfall as a creator. I am not willing to, yeah. to do those things. Yeah, like we, we were, you know, we were talking about a couple things and, you know, things that to make your content hit. And when I first started this journey and I was walking and I was doing all like sometimes I would go back to certain hooks mm-hmm. or certain things that mm-hmm. I know that worked. And it wasn't even what I was feeling during the day. Like okay. I wasn't feeling that uh hook that I led with so that I know it would get views. So that's kind of why I transitioned to what we're doing here to give you a a deeper explanation. And so you love this. I do. I I love sitting down because I love sitting down. Like I said, with my friends, with people that I know with regular people, everybody's a regular person though. Mm -hmm. But uh, I love sitting down with a guy that I know has always helped others. And now you're starting to, get highlighted for helping others i mean you've been on tele you've been on telemundo there's a whole story right there <laughs> there is a great story right there i don't know if we got time for that but um i'm here i'm here i didn't know that it would be the national network <laughs> i didn't know i was going to be on national television because the the dc chapter like someone found me um 
Lillian Mass, she she did a great piece. Like she was really respectful. She said, We have to talk about the, the girl comments and some of the guy comments that are like that are talking to me. But she was like, I want to highlight what you're doing in the community. I was like, Cool. But it was like DC. So it was like still fell hometown man makes the news. Like, right. But then I got like a, a note from they said, well, the, uh, the Miami chapter wants to talk to you. And I was like, okay, so I'm doing another local, like, right. It's cool. It's a different part of the country, but do another local. But I had always watched like the morning shows there to like work on my Spanish more and everything. And you don't get to see people. Like when you do those shows, at least theirs, you don't have like a monitor of them. You just have an earpiece. Wow. And so like we're setting up and I'm like, man, they really come all out. Like they brought like a camera to me. They brought right. a camera guy. <laughs> it's not just me Skyping in with my phone or whatever. And then I hear the voices. I'm like, oh crap. And the funny part was like, I've actually, I used to sing more like for like showing people how like pronunciation changes in songs. Now I don't do it. Cause I, you know, I don't like singing on there, but, um, they played one of me singing on national television, bro. <laughs> and I was like, word I'm, 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 cooked. I'm, cooked. I'm cooked but the cool part was i wasn't nervous until they started hitting on me on national television i was like all right well now now the nerves right. coming <laughs> but no i like so i had no idea it was national television until it until they were talking to me that's crazy dude does anyone reach out when you're out and about does anyone say hey i know yeah. you from how do you handle that i i shake their hand and i follow them back really I try to as much as I can. And again, I'm on like a much lower scale than like, you know, a real celebrity or whatever, but I don't want you to leave saying I got to talk to this cool guy. I want you to think, Oh, he thinks that we're on the same level. So has that ever negative effect? Has that affected you in a negative way? Have you been too nice and that's gotten you in trouble? No. Um, the only thing is like, sometimes people are like, Oh, well, can I give you my number then? And I'm like, <laughs> like we can't we can't be right that nice. right we like you help a mom nice. get some clothes for her kids and she's like i mean you want to go to dinner later because <laughs> <laughs> you it's i happened. mean you were okay it's happened. okay it's happened. yeah but but I, i'm saying just like do you ever get burnt have you ever gotten burned like the the juicy stuff tell me the juicy no, stuff the burning is just when people think that it's going to go a romantic direction because sometimes people people are so not used to you doing like the extra mile stuff that they take it as there's an ulterior motive. I know the ulterior motive. He wants me. Wow. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I want you to know that like, I'm, I'm people, not necessarily attracted to you. I want the best for you as a human being. Wow. So, and it's, people don't know how to deal with that sometimes. That's wild that we, we live in this, like that's the world today where just someone being nice to you has to come with something. Oh yeah. But you are, there. there aren't too many people like you that are just so... I don't know how to respond. <laughs> Just say thank you. <laughs> say, hey, take two. Thank you. You're right. No, seriously, there there are there isn't a lot of people like you that actually just give out of <laughs> out of the joy of giving. Mm-hmm. Like, do you do you ever feel? Because <laughs> I I had a, a friend and we were talking about where we sometimes when you give to charity you feel selfish or you feel bad because it's really for you like you're giving and you're <laughs> i know this, it's weird this but- used to this this whole argument used to kill me because i had someone say you know there is no truly unselfish action uh-huh. because you're always getting something back for it and so i like would spend nights like 
how do I shake myself with that? How do I just be like selfless without it being because I want to be recognized or whatever? And that's a process. There's no, like my goal is just to help people. I like, and it doesn't necessarily because it's rewarding. I don't think there's anything wrong with it being rewarding, but I don't want to do it for the wrong reasons. So I think one of the ways to do that is to let the situations come to you, Uh put yourself out there, but it, like that's why I do like these Fridays in the park in Houston where anybody can come and I say, hey, I have a lesson plan if there's a lot of people, but if there's only four or five people, I'm going to help you with you. How do you talk to your boss? I'm going to help you with this. Just let the situations happen and try not to be the star of the show. Let them be their their needs be it. And I think that's the closest you'll ever get to being unselfish. But yeah, it does haunt me with like the, and I just did this like for me. It's like an imposter syndrome of some <laughs> sort, right? Because you're like, I did. I know I did this for the right reasons. We could right? do a whole podcast <laughs> on imposter syndrome. Yes. Right? Like, I, I know I'm I'm helping people for, I, I don't care if it's 500,000 people following me here or 100,000 people mm. following me here or 3,000 on YouTube clicking it subscribe i gotta work on my youtube <laughs> no i agree that, that, i'm thankful for every person there but man i you just reminded me i really need to like start editing videos and stuff for youtube it's just such a longer process sorry anyways no but but, but you really feel like you're doing something wrong yeah and it, it, it's it's just a it's a weird thing so i'm glad that i got to ask someone who has probably given lifetime over lifetime over lifetime and why do you feel like you have issues with receiving since you're such a giving person? Oh, wow. That is a deep question. I also wanted to ask, can I ask you a question real fast? Yes, sir. So when you said when you used to do, I don't know if we were actually recording when you said it, but you were doing the walking videos and then sometimes you would go back to beats, even though you weren't feeling it. Right. That's something I struggle with where I'm like, Hey, this video is in my heart, the one that I just did. Right. But it's only going to get, or I just got 2,000 views. And I'm used to getting way more than that. Right. If I do this, I'll get a lot more views. Right. But how did you deal with like the what's in your chest versus what's best for your growth? Like, uh, it was actually the, it, it consumed me. And I, <laughs> I want to win, right? Like mm-hmm. we're competitive, right? Mm-hmm. We played sports. We we want to compete and I want to win. But I also want to just be fulfilled yeah. instead of trying to do something for someone else because that's the only way that I'm going to be able to maintain this for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm stressing out, going crazy. It, it was affecting me in areas of my life that when I really sat back and realized it, I can't have interactions with my kids yeah. and, and like the, you know, I'm easily irritated with my children. Or I'm yeah. easily irritated with my, my, my mom, my sister, you know, mm-hmm. the, like people who are important to me because I didn't get enough likes. Yep. I didn't get enough views and I'd rather do something that is one more meaningful. Like, yes, you're going to get a lot from, you know, maybe a 30 second clip, but it's a hit. It's a dopamine hit of positivity. hundred percent. Right. But this is also a catalog that I can build out to where I, c- it may not have the impact that I wanted to have while I'm here, but it's something that my kids can see that I committed to something. I just like your dad, right. Who was stopped on the way to a wedding, yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. right? A, a celebration of, of people joining together for the rest of their lives. 
and he would stop for that. And that is stuck with you and helped so many people from just that one man doing that. And like you said, we weren't, we weren't crazy rich and we could have done a lot of things, but my dad wanted to help people. And now you're helping so many Mm -hmm. one seed, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's just spreading so far now, right? You were doing this in Maryland, DC, uh, I think you do some missionary work as well, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's when I can, right. but yes. But like yes. you you're just a global person. Just with TikTok alone, you're a global. Yeah, it's weird when you see like, oh, you're getting views over there. Right? Like, how's that? <laughs> like, who's in Ireland yeah. trying to figure? Out- <laughs> well, no, like I've got messages with people like I'm in Ireland. I like my first language is Spanish, and I'm like, well, I'm probably not the accent coach that you need, but. Right. But I will definitely help with you. Like, you know, um, but yeah, no, man, it's, it's cool. I think it's also important to notice note. I think it was Martin Luther King Jr. Said, if you're going to be a street sweeper, be the best street sweeper there is. So it doesn't, your way of carrying yourself, whether you're that guy, like right. who's just cleaning a school right, or someone with 500, 600,000 million followers, right. you should, if you carry the same thing, you are winning in like the way that we're trying to think about life, right. like what you just described. Right, you can sleep better at night, but it's because you're fulfilling your purpose. Like, if that makes sense, yeah. Like, and and purpose is such this this word that has gotten so trendy, but really, it's just being authentically yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like what we're doing here is more authentically me. If I walk and I feel the urge to tell somebody something inspirational, I do it. If I'm sitting and I'm just here and I want to, but just the stories that I can capture, I go back and listen to podcasts that I've done with people that are super old, just to, just to get tidbits of information about the entrepreneurial journey mm-hmm. or like, uh, my friend Justin was eating two hours a day and that's how he lost a bunch of weight. The one guy, um, I did, uh, Steve, it was called ask the right questions and he jumped rope to lose 35 pounds but along the way he did acupuncture he did what's that awesome. suction stuff oh cupping he did cupping he's done a lot of things to just adjust his body and and he that's all awesome. so his detail <clears throat> thing is asking the right questions he's like why can't i do this why do i have a tingling here yeah. why are my wrists moving the right way so check out that episode so it's just things like that to where i these are something that i can have forever and you know, TikTok, the million views or 700,000 views is, is just not the same fulfillment for me. Yeah. That was actually a lot of music for me. Like, I know we didn't talk a lot about like the metal music and everything and people are metal gets like this stigma, but like I was able to put like therapy type vibes onto my lyrics. And then the cool thing was people being a people going, Hey, I felt that before. Like I remember I made a, a song called, um, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the song. I'll, I'll we'll put it in post. Okay, it is okay. <laughs> but, um, but I did it with my with my friend Drew Stalin, and it was like talking about like someone. It just was like I just one day woke up with like a picture of like someone walking and like having like snowflakes come down, but they were so like downtrodden that they couldn't even like put their hand out. Mm-hmm. And I wrote a whole song about that and like them regretting all their past actions. And then later, somebody sent me a note that was like. My friend just went to jail for the rest of his life. He deserves it. But he sent, like I sent him this song and he couldn't stop crying. Like it's like, we just been listening to it like the whole night and it brought us closer. 
So I might be the like it ended up getting a lot of views, but he said I might be the only comment you get or one of a million. Right. But you you made our lives better, right? And so I think that that's like when you were like the reason I ask you that question is because like I do like these positive thought of the day posts. Mm-hmm. I really try and let it be like where something comes to me, and then I do it right instead of forcing it. And like I've even made like a whole episode before and be like. Nah, it's right. not, it's not it. But then when one goes and then someone says, like I, I did one about like, how would you say goodbye? Mm-hmm. It was a different one. Like, how would you say goodbye in this episode? Like, like I gave him the words in Spanish. And I was like, how did you say that to your friend who you're not going to see for a couple of years? And then this lady comments, she was like, I'm, I'm can't stop crying because I live in, or I'm from Venezuela and I had to leave and I had to leave my parents and my friends and I'm probably never going to see them again. So yeah, you're, you're trying to teach English, but instead you touch my life in a totally different way. So come on, Eric, I'm not, I'm not going to cry, man. It's like, what, what, Dude, are you doing? what is he doing? <laughs> what are you doing, so, brother? <laughs> I, I was in oh, the same man. boat when it happened. Oh my God. That's, yeah. wow. That's so amazing that I keep using that word. That's powerful, man. <laughs> I think it's letting let, and I don't take credit for it. I just think like the, right, the right. moment, if you let, if you become an instrument for me, like mm, that's from faith. Right. No. Um, but being Usually, willing to listen yeah. and let those feelings come and, you know, for me, like I said, let God use you in that moment to say what needs to be said and not try and take the credit for it. Not try and put yourself at the forefront, but just do that because it might just be one person. It might be a mm. hundred thousand people, but that person needed it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and and I believe that's why that community that you built with metal follows you, right? Like we yeah. touched on earlier where the gentleman said, you know, I don't follow. <laughs> I used to follow you for the music, but now I just follow you for the positivity. That dude's and, amazing. Yeah. And I, I just believe that's that's really why you are able to have such a huge audience for something that will generate gener- – Gen- that will change generations and do you ever sit back and say it's too much what do you mean well do you ever say it's too much like what i'm doing currently is too much yeah do you ever say man this is too much i just need to take a break i think that there's times when you have to take a break if you feel like you're like short-circuiting or like you get out some good ideas but they're not like i said like you said it's important to not to not force it uh-huh if you force it, then it's not going to come off as genuine. You start to think about views instead of thinking about what you want the what you want to be known for, what you want to give to the world. So, yeah, I do take breaks. You got to. Yeah. People don't realize if you do all this stuff, you create the content, you edit, and then you sit there and watch to see how it does. <laughs> and that is like the addiction. It's, yeah. That's the that's the bad. I think that's the bad part that we'll look back on in 10 or 20 years. You know how mm-hmm. like something comes out and they're like, social media was very damaging for me. If oh, you had, <laughs> if you want to sign this, you'll get $20 from Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> Oh yeah. Cause it's, it's, you know, it's so helpful and I just appreciate the, the way that you're utilizing the tool, right? Yeah. You are using it, using it as a tool. Do you ever think you'll be able to do enough? Oh, that is a, that's a, that's a deep, we need episode and we'll find out in part two. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, no, I struggle with that just as a human being. Will I ever be enough? I had like this, 
um I, i'm not gonna say the curse word but I, I used to have this thought was like what if i end up being as buff as I want to be? What if I end up being like the best basketball player if I want to be? What if I end up speaking perfect Spanish? What if I do all that and I'm still a piece of crap? Yeah. Yes. So, and like that thought used to just like, and it's still like to this day, and it's not like I try not to do this stuff to satiate or to like, or to, you know, satisfy the need being enough mm-hmm. because it'll never be it'll never be like you just have to learn a new way to yeah. feel fulfilled versus right. that but no i think if i sit there and think about it it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna be it like i'm not gonna have gotten to that i don't know do you notice now you're the- about to make me cry <laughs> <laughs> the battle the, the thumbnail is just gonna be two men like oh no, but the, the, the wild thing about that is that some of the most the most successful people, right? Like there's like the top three things of being an entrepreneur that Alex Hermosi always says. And one of the things is, um, you know, we have like a hyper addictive personality mm-hmm. uh, and I could be butchering this, but uh, it's also the feeling of not being enough. He somewhere just slammed his keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I think that's a big deal. That also, like I battled with that a lot when I was younger with basketball. Cause I would just be there. Like, I was like, can you get better from self-hatred? It's like a really interesting question. Like, and I believe, but I believe you can. Yeah. And, and I, and that's essentially where I was leading to is that I feel like that's driving you to do what you do. It's a it's a weird thing is because you have the ability to take action. You have the ability to learn continuously. Mm-hmm. Right. And you also have this underlying feeling of I'm just not it. <laughs> yeah. And we're not in a podcast anymore. You telling me how my life's going <laughs> to move back to fix it with Jane or with Mr. Uplifting. <laughs> fix it with Mr. Uplifting. Tonight at seven. <laughs> <laughs> all no, your, that's that's a good point all your jokes are like driving me off whatever i'm supposed to be talking to you that's about the point. that's the point that's the point but they'll make great reels later <laughs> but uh, uh, a big thing that um i like to ask a lot of content creators is well let me skip that for now the the blue check how meaningful is that to you <laughs> I would can I think it's important before we move to that it's important to let people know that you don't like everyone has those feelings but you're still like I say I do these things all the time I do these videos you are still enough even if you don't get that job promotion right um I would like to say that to the camera okay you are still enough whether you get 100,000 views on your next video or whether you get to if you are genuine then you are enough. Well, let's get into it, right? Like you started gaining, let's, let's get into this thing. You started gaining traction, right? And you started getting the views. You ever put out anything now where it doesn't get views for a couple of days or it doesn't. And I, I'm not saying like you put out every day, right? Pretty much. There's some days that I'll, I'll take off if I just, but it's normally like I was trying to, make something happen. And I was like, oh, this idea is not great. Okay. So you, you're posting every day mm-hmm. and you ever had three, four consecutive days where <laughs> I don't know what they did to the algorithm. Do you have those? Oh, type yeah. Of- and I will say that 
in, especially Instagram has moved away from pushing reels because uh-huh. reels were like, everybody's like, it's the gold rush. Right. Let's just throw right. whatever on a thing and you'll get a billion, re- a billion views. Uh, yes, but I've taught myself to say, though you still made what you wanted to make uh-huh. metal will teach you that because metal, you are not making for the masses. You are not making that for the masses. <sighs> that is hard to digest for a lot of people. I used to, I used to work, uh, at help desk for the, co- for my company and we were able to, um, play music mm-hmm. and my, my shout out to Justin. We, he would come in with all kinds of music. Right. Mm-hmm. And one day we were playing metal, but we were enjoying it. Yeah. And everyone who came in, cause it was kind of like the genius bar mm-hmm. and everyone who came in at that time was saying to us, what's going on? Uh, yeah. Everything. Okay. I was like, it's, it's not socially acceptable, <laughs> but, but it was a vibe. And yeah. it was my first time actually someone picking, you know, he curated a playlist and he really put out some amazing, amazing. I love that word. I'm I'm trying to figure out where I got that word from, but he he really just put together some amazing songs, and I never asked like I didn't even want him to skip anything. Yeah, we just had to. I, I think our boss like just sent us emails like, "Bro, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing?" <laughs> we heard there's some uh, <laughs> there's <a laughs> selective system. music being played. Please let's uh, you know monitor and be aware of who's in the building. Blah 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 type of stuff, but. Yeah. You know, so you, you, you said you don't really worry about or you don't really worry about not getting a bunch of views um, on videos. You're like, I made what I wanted to make. But is it really that easy? Like well, at, at the level that you're at, was it easier at 50,000 <laughs> than it is at 500,000? And would you go back to 50,000 or to zero? You mean? like Yeah. Would you go back? I would go back because I I I enjoyed the process. I feel like I'm making like I'm not a comedian. Like I'm not. I mean, I might give some humor in there, right? But like, I'm not trying to sell my CD. I'm not trying to like you know sell out like you know some some concert hall so I can do a stand up show. I'm trying to help people know how to say to their boss. I'm or a potential boss. I can do this. I can do that. I've done, I have experience here. Experience is a hard word to say. Like right. if I can help right. you work through it. So you say, I have five years of experience in the kitchen and, or in the restaurant business. If you can master that and then you can get yourself a job. Yeah. And it's like what? 30 K yeah. <laughs> as opposed to what you're, Oh yeah. You know, like that. And that's what I was saying. Like you don't like talking about the money, but I'll talk about the money for us because you're doing, I keep highlighting that you're doing this for free because I think it's a, a big deal. Some people, some people talk about it. Some people dream about it and some people are just it. And that's you. Oh, thanks. So the fact I'm just it. <laughs> you just, you just going to kill all my, <laughs> I'm making this up on a go. Sorry. That's the crazy part. But, and I hope you guys are enjoying this listening experience. I don't They're know how gone. this podcast is going to go. <laughs> But why not have a mansion? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, you could no. create a course, right? You could um, have a community that people can align themselves with LinkedIn people, or, or you could have a hiring community, right? Like you could put people in places and work with companies 
and make a ton of money doing this instead of doing this in a park. And it would raise your platform mm-hmm. and it would potentially affect more people. I mean, there's always downsides of when you bring in corporations, when you bring in money, but what you do on such a scale could be, it's very scalable. You could, you could do it on even a larger, a larger scale and uh, affect and help more people. And in turn. Yeah. I had like a little moment while you're going through the thing. (laughs) Um, Now we just tear fest. No, I did like a lot. There was a couple of big times in my life when I was younger. And like, for instance, I had like a girlfriend who like, I knew in my, like I had like stuck in here, like you need to break up with her. You need to break up with her. And I could feel like, I felt like it was like the voice of God telling me like, this is not the direction for your life. You need to break up. And this is, and, but I was like trying to invent new ways. Like, you know, yeah. God's testing me. Right. God's testing me. That's not you. Right. That, that, that lamb's going to come out the bush and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to make some dinner with something else. No. And I didn't listen. And she ended up breaking up with me. And, mm. and then I didn't hear that voice for a long time. Like I didn't feel that direction for a long time. And so I promised myself if I get a chance to get direction again, I'm going to listen no matter what it is. And I know you said a whole bunch of stuff. I'm getting to it. No, no. It is in my chest to do it for free. It's in my heart to do it for free right now. I always tell people maybe in the future we, we, you know, we, you know, upsize this, we get the whole, like everything English for free and different corporations in align with Sprite and they're out there selling Sprite and giving out free English. I'm still open to that in the future. But if, if you feel direction, you should listen to the direction. So that is the, that is what I feel right now. And I know I could be like doing a lot better for myself, but if I still feel right here that I'm not supposed to be doing that, I'm supposed to be DIYing it out in the park with just my broken down. I don't even know where that board is, but the, right. you've seen my, my whiteboard is terrible. Right. We'll have to put a picture up here. Um, I think that is I, the thumbnail. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna take a picture of him with that. That's the thumbnail. <laughs> you got it. No, I'm joking. I'm joking, bro. <laughs> BrokeEnglish.com. Um, you got to listen to the direction in your life. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what's gonna make you authentic, and that's what's gonna make you fulfilled. Continuing to follow that. Mm. It'd be nice to have a mansion, though. Because. <laughs> The one thing I haven't asked you, and I'm not, but like you haven't spoken about money. You've spoken about people giving you gifts, but then you take the gifts and give the gifts. You re-gift the gift. And to, in some cultures, my mama house, (laughs) if she offer you something, (laughs) you're supposed to take it. Yeah, no, there's people who are lined up like for the day that, 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 I've not said that day is coming, but people are like, the day you start giving lessons, I could be like, booked up like i could have right, right a lot like i've had people from soap operas i've had like a dude that was like uh, a yankees prospect yeah and he's now with the yankees signed like a multi-million dollar he's like i need to work on my english i need you to do lessons with me i was like i can't give you lessons if i'm telling jim bob down the street who's got no followers i i can't do that like you know what but I'm saying? you but you could i mean you do it on a massive scale now and 
maybe that is what your YouTube content needs to turn into because that is curated to the person who is looking for this. So that'll find its own community mm-hmm. and that way. Maybe that's something that you can direct people to. Yeah. And what is that? Uh, your YouTube channel, just since I'm talking about it here in Spanish, it's English with Eric English one, Eric. But the, one of the funny things is like in most Spanish speaking cultures, Eric is always spelled with a K. So like there's this running <laughs> joke. I'm like, I just look in the camera. I'm like, do not put a K on my name. You got, if you, you got, put a K on my name. I will block you for the rest of your life. You got added to an invite <laughs> because they thought a K was on you. And I was like, that's not the, that's the wrong Eric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, there is no K on my name. You, so you'll never, okay. I'll leave it alone. Never. I'll leave it. Never. I'll leave it alone. Like you said, you're, and I love what you're doing. I'm just, I, and I'm not even trying to tell you to make money. I'm just actually just like, Thinking of you can make money though. Well, I, I <laughs> there's nothing wrong with making money. No, I I think that, um, and hopefully something changes at some point in time because at the <laughs> at some point the the way to help people, which you know, I, I when you were going around and helping people during COVID, and you were like, hey, if you guys just want to help, right? That was mm-hmm. with money, yeah, you know, and um just to have some backing behind you will impact so much more people and maybe bring people under you. Yeah. You know, so are you working on any protégés to where you're trying to at least help those people train some other people up to help other people? Oh, well, I mean, not on a massive scale, but like when we do like when we do like um English in the park and stuff, mm-hmm. if you come in and you say, "Hi Eric, I'm here to work on, I'm going to be like, you're helping me. <laughs> okay. You're helping me. Okay. Like, so, and they're like, what do you mean? No, I'm, I'm still not perfect. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're going to help me. Right. We're going to do this together. And they're, they're like, okay. And that ends up giving people more confidence in themselves as nice. well. If they can go, oh, I was in that step that he's in. He's in like phase one right now. I'll give him some advice. And, but no, like I try and make people force, force the, um, what, what does it say? Like, you know, t- turn it back for the next person or what is that phrase i need to cut that part (laughs) no (laughs) no you know like when like someone does good you do you give that good to somebody else yeah 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 i I don't know what it is i don't know what it is (laughs) we have a million that's one of the things you learn with teaching english there's a million phrases though so but what is uh you've spoken about it very loosely but what is english in a park english in the park is me every friday at risk of stalkers <laughs> no um it's me every friday in the park i just take my big whiteboard mm-hmm. and i go put it out there and i tell people on social media where i'm going to be and if you if you say what i really want is like people who like this is where i'm at in life i need to know how to save this stuff mm-hmm. i need to i need confidence here and so like people come and be like how do i tell my boss that I want to raise or how do I tell my boss I'm also qualified to do this. And people talk a lot about like, do you know how smart I am in Spanish? And I'm like, they're like people take, there was somebody who said, don't take my accent for stupidity. Right. Or don't take my lack of English knowledge for stupidity. Like Ooh. there's people who are doctors and they come here and they're like, they got to, they're struggling trying to get back to that, but also cleaning houses. You're like, so I try and like help people like plug in English. Like, let me give you this personalized English. You can take this home. I record a video for them at the end of our session of me saying everything so they can go back and practice it. 
And how big does that get? Is it like 30 people show up? It hasn't or? gotten it hasn't gotten huge yet because I do it during the day. Okay. I would have a lot of people if it was at night. But um you would need security at that point. <laughs> I'm trying to get the hardcores instead of the uh, instead of the people who are coming look, to like look for attention as well. Yeah. Cuz do you do you ever get that now that you're, you know, you're a bigger um you're a bigger influencer? Do you get people who just want to align themselves with you just because you have your audience? Yeah, usually people start talking to you for like about like a week or so, and then all of a sudden, like, hey, can you put can you advertise this since we're friends, or can you do this? Yeah, since that can you uh, can we do a live because I want you to like talk about my my product. I'm like, wow, thanks. Uh, no, um, I'm not saying I would never do it. Right, but right. There's a lot of ulterior motive, like stuff. Uh, preguntas with Eric is Look at that Spanish. <laughs> Say it one more time for us. Mr. Preguntas Oblique. with Eric. <laughs> there you go. Um, I have a couple of questions. Is there anything that you would like to promote uh, here on the podcast? And I, I could chop it up for you. Um, uh, I can. Can I grab my T-shirt? Yeah. There is. There are two two brands. This is a brand called. Um, oh my gosh! You <laughs> do better at this. Um, this I'm gonna have to do a lot of edits, but it's gosh. cool. <laughs> bro, I love. Oh, this is from a brand called The Happy Givers. Okay, and I love it, and people also hate me for it because, as you can see, it says "Love your neighbor." It's all in Spanish, and then like the next word is like doesn't matter who they are, homosexual right. in mm-hmm. Facebook, immigrant. You don't have to. And sometimes people struggle with it. You don't have to agree to still love somebody, right? I'm gonna love you no matter what you're doing. And so they have amazing t-shirts as you can see, Mm -hmm. but their big deal is they're trying to help rebuild PR. Mm -hmm. PR is in a bad situation, Puerto Rico. Um, And then there's a lot of other countries that they work in as well, but they turn all of that into building sustainable forms for people to, and like PR to not have to rely on the government. They can rely on like they build community farms where people can just come in and take fruit and take vegetables and go cook at home. Okay. They serve a crazy amount of meals to people like older folks who can't cook for themselves. So that is the big, big deal for me, the happy givers. Okay. And then I have another friend who like sponsors me who's basketball days. He's, uh, he's got a t-shirt. It's called no mercy. And it's really hard to translate that into Spanish. Unless you played sports where we talk crazy to each other, right, like right, right. go out there and just destroy them. <laughs> but be sportsman like afterwards too. <laughs> like, no, like when he says no mercy, he's really talking about a style of life where like you live it to the fullest. And that's so that's okay. the other the other shirt I got. And that takes me into another question. Do you miss basketball? Every day, man every day what's curious is i've been playing basketball this whole time and i actually was playing semi-pro before we left uh maryland really i was playing down like the goodman league mm-hmm. and um berry farms and the watts league and i was probably i was obviously past my physical peak mm-hmm. but the best i've ever been in terms of knowing my role playing with confidence i had like the record for rebounds at watts and my fault you're good Listen to oh my fault. I had like the record for rebounds at Watts Park. When I got out there, they were like, "Oh, you know he could shoot," and I'm like, "Oh, you got the wrong white guy." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that, "That one's not me. That one's not me." Uh, but I can get you these rebounds though. So um, 
I think playing basketball, I still, I miss it like on like the competitive level since I've got to Houston, mm-hmm. but I was still, you, basketball stays with you no matter what. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, once you play, once you're a, a baller, you're always a baller. But you were, you were a good baller. Like there's some people who it stays with and it just needs to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it uplifted, but I keep it real too. It's like, time to hang it up. It's time to hang it up, Alex. So, uh, my next question for you, Eric, is uh, my next question of preguntas with Eric is preguntas with Eric there you go. <laughs> is uh, LeBron? Um, is he better? Than Kobe. Say, say the real question. <laughs> I just look. These are my questions. So you, you're not putting MJ in there, right? We're not. We're not putting MJ in there, right? Flip the switch on that. So the next question, preguntas <laughs> with Eric, <laughs> is LeBron better than Kobe? I think LeBron is an excellent individual, and I think it sounds like slander anytime. What? <laughs> what? What did I say? Answer the question. <laughs> no, nah, I'm gonna go with Kobe. Why? Why is Kobe? Uh... If I'm watching sports, I'm not watching for community activism. I'm watching for <laughs> somebody to. I never, I never feared. Although there's been times where I feared LeBron in like the co- like the clutch, but Kobe, you always felt like he was gonna get it done. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever, outside of that running one leg to off the one leg. That's what I was thinking about. Beautiful shot, beautiful shot. I That made LeBron scary, and then after that, yeah. I've never seen him. Like when he hit that one shot against the Magic, right? like that was just a luck shot. But when he hit the running one leg he, against the Raptors, that was no, I knew he was going to make that the entire time yes. he was coming down the court. I knew he was going to make that in air. Yep. He was in the air so long. But... Why do you think excellent it, basketball player? <laughs> why do you think the there's so much hate for LeBron? Right, LeBron, LeBron's personal life, as far as him never getting in trouble, helping people out, being clean, reminds me honestly of you. That's why I asked you that question. Oh, now you're trying to make me like LeBron? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I think that people are always looking for a, they build you up to tear you down type vibe. They're he's they're looking for something to like whenever you compare to Michael Jordan, which is the real question. People are always like trying to, that's not the real question. No, but that's, that's one of the reasons that people tear him down so much because he gets compared to Jordan. Who's better. Who's, who's not, we know he's not better than Jordan. That's why I didn't even ask that question. Thank you for that. I would have had to walk off. (laughs) If you ask the question, I leave. I knew what the answer was going to be. So I figured I would give you, um, I think people build you up to tear you down and they're looking, like I said earlier in the thing, the hater is always going to look for something. So even with LeBron, who's got like impeccable community, all this stuff, yeah, gone to the finals ten times, and people are like, well, he's lost a lot. Like, yeah. As if that makes him <laughs> less great. Yeah, like when the last time you you've been on an NBA court and they paid you to play basketball? How about that? <laughs> it didn't happen. I'm going to fast forward the conversation. It didn't happen. Your knee gave out on you, big yeah, guy. Like, <laughs> what could so with that? Right, people are always looking for a chink in the armor. What is your chink in the armor? Oh, I acknowledge fully that I am not a perfect individual. I try to make that known from the beginning. Sometimes people will like leave comments like, 
you're like they'll say like oh you're perfect oh you're such a nice dude i'm like nah man yeah i am trying my hardest to show love that i was shown and try and reflect that love i try and make it clear that that's not mine i'm trying to reflect that love back at people and just acknowledge from the very beginning people will say those type of things and i'm like i'm gonna have to disagree with you right i'm a very broken individual mm. who's trying to reflect something much bigger and what such a great person but you think you're you you think you're broken why why are you broken no i think we all have issues that we work on right like, why why are you broken oh because i still struggle with stuff like some of the stuff that like you think like i still find my, like i claim to be like fitness guy and everything right. but i'll still find myself eating doritos and everything like we look totally uh, different for people who eat doritos <laughs> i just want to thanks <laughs> no but like so I can't tell you, oh, I'm 100% fit right, all the right, time. Right, I only right. eat this stuff. I also can't tell you, like, you know, you hear a curse word come out of my mouth. Like, I'm right. not going to tell you that, like, I have the cleanest mouth all the time. But I don't think that that's the point. I think the point is to try and be the best you can and try and focus on pushing the positive. And you're not going to get perfection out of me, but you will get 100% effort out of me. So, Do you feel that you bottle anything up? I bottle anything up? Yeah, like, do you feel that you bottle... Like I work Some at things a you want to say. <laughs> no, do you feel like you bottle emotions up at times, and and uh, they get you to a boiling point? Ever? I I like I said, I try not to think about likes and all that stuff, but it is frustrating when you have not to put like numbers on it, but when you have a lot of followers and you're getting to one percent of those followers who follow because they want to learn English, and you're like. Why can't so that that yeah. stuff you have to bottle up and just keep trucking, yeah, and say maybe the next video, maybe right. the next video, right? But that's the frustrating part for me, not being able to reach all of my audience. If mm. that makes sense. And a last question that uh that I get a good one. <laughs> no, it's just you know you're you're helping you were helping out communities in Maryland. You know, you're now here in Houston. You're ha- helping out the community here. What more is there for you to do? What's next? I don't think that you can ever finish that job. I think I have thought about making two. I think the community stuff is never ending. I think you just got to keep working on that stuff because just because you gave 100 families food, other 100 families just as hungry as they were before. Um. I do think eventually I would like to make a completely free English course. I'm working on it very, very slow and people want it fast, but it, you know, it's hard to do it without, without that being your job. But I would like to make a completely free English course with those tips that I do in the videos and everything like that. That would be, <clears throat> that's the dream to get it to where I can take somebody who's like coming in from like Mexico and they're like, man, I need a job. Yeah. Um, and to take like the basic and then add like say that they want to be a construction worker. Like I also have a construction worker course for you. I'm going to put that out right here. I want to go work with like the people who are at a construction site, get all those terms and do that. Like that is the dream right there. That's the next thing. Man, I just want to thank you for one sitting down with me, allowing me to be with your live audience here on Instagram, allowing me to be with your live audience on other platforms. I just really, really appreciate you taking the time because we've been here a good while. And um it's been fun. Yeah, man. Just even coming coming here, right? Like this this was a whole ordeal 
and you made it so simple for me. And thank you for really, really loving your neighbor. I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone truly understands the impact that you've had on the lives of people who are just watching what you do. Mm. And that is something where I think a lot of people are going to become reflections of you, not just in your house, but outside of outside of your neighborhood because the world is your neighbor. I appreciate that. I think it's important to clarify that I don't think that that's my love that they're reflecting. I think that that's a bigger love that we're all becoming little mirrors of. You know, it, it's 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 really uh hard to pin me down with a compliment. <laughs> it's 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 just really funny to <clears throat> to me because you are you and there's something special about you. I'm not going to let you just sit here and say nice things about me no more, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but take this from me. Seriously, you, I started the pod with, you know, talking about what you're actually doing and you don't see the trickle. Of, you may know it, but you don't really see the trickle effect of that. When I learned that stat about the 32% of people, you got to go back in the pod. If you're, if you're here now, you're changing <laughs> lives forever and that'll work until that that's going to happen after you're dead and gone and it was you whether you were the vessel whether you were the messenger you were still used and you chose the direction to go and that's what i think everybody should do like you you didn't start out this way nah this is (laughs) this is something you worked up to and that's why i like sitting down with you know interesting amazing for the 80th time in the pod you, you looked up that word before. <laughs> you know what i'm gonna use it amazing today no but uh, amazing people like yourself who you know is really your neighbor and they're doing phenomenal things thank you thank you appreciate you brother give the handshake or give tap. i don't know what we do how do we act on podcasts <laughs> and and to everybody watching man Keep it up, listen. Attention passengers, this is your stewardess Iris Chacon on flight 560. We will be reaching our destination point of San Juan, Puerto Rico within the next five minutes. Please fasten your seatbelts and have your seats in an upright position. Thank you for flying Air Goya.